Well, hello there. This is Evangelist Timothy Gruber here at the Word of the King. The Holiness Bibles for the Blind. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4 tells us that where the Word of the King is, there is power. We may say unto him, What doest thou? Alright, if you would open up your Bible to Revelation chapter 17. If you don't already hate the Roman Catholic hierarchy in the system, you're going to hate it even more by the time you're done with this tonight. All right. Revelation chapter 17, verse 1, starting verse 1. There came one of the seven angels which had the seven vials and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, I will shew unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters. Verse 2, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Eh, you can actually stop right there. Actually, we'll jump down here to uh, verse 9. And here is the mind which hath wisdom. Seven heads of seven mountains in which the woman sitteth. And jump down. Verse 18 of Revelation 17. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. Now, to get an understanding of what this woman has to do with our own uh, country, the United States of America, and the things that are transpiring, you may or may not have heard, for example, in the last week of all the chaos down on the southwest border of Mexico and the illegal aliens. And uh, if you know anything about it, the fact is... Uh, from what I understand, going back since uh, Ronald Reagan, I mean, Bush certainly didn't want to do anything about it. None of our presidents going back to Reagan have wanted to address that whole issue. And, of course, the reason why is because ultimately the Vatican, the woman which sits on seven hills who reigns over the kings of the earth, she's all about one world government. And part of that agenda is to establish what is called the North American Union and to bring in a new currency known as the Amero, which is just the euro with another name, hence combining the American and the European economy. Now, if you're, you may not be familiar with, with this, but the fact is uh, China has been borrowing much of our debt, and the fact of the matter is that makes us in debt to China, and our leaders, they just keep spending, they just keep spending, spending like some school brat who, doesn't, who just, just doesn't get the message that you don't get out of debt by spending more, but the fact of the matter is they know what they're doing, so the fact of the matter is I stopped hitting my, hitting my head up against the wall a long time ago. People that don't understand there's a conspiracy in the land, uh, they got to be hitting their head up against the wall. I mean, I mean they got to be thinking how stupid do these people get, but the fact is they know what they're doing. And then there's the whole situation over in the Middle East. Uh, as you know, I just got back from Israel not long ago, and not long, and this is the second time that war has broken out, not long after God had me get out of there. Um, these three Israelis were were kidnapped and were murdered, uh, and the Hamas didn't officially take credit. They were the ones that brought them behind it. One of them was actually an American Jew who I guess made Aliyah, or was maybe in the process, but nevertheless, he was a Jew born and raised in America. The other two were native Israelis. And Israel, of course, Benjamin Netanyahu responded, and he said, Hamas will pay. And here, I guess a couple of Israelis took it in their own hands to take vengeance and murdered this one Palestinian teenager. 
And the fact of the matter is there has been uh, some major rioting going on uh, in Jerusalem, and it has even spread to northern Israel last time I heard of the news. And then you got this this group called ISIS, Islamic State of Syria and Iraq, that has been working its way, conquering portions of Syria and Iraq. And ultimately, uh, you know Bible prophecy, you know where that Islamic caliphate, as it's called, you know where it's all heading and what it's all going to lead to. And then, of course, there's the whole issue of Iran. Of Iran. Now, you may or may not be familiar with the Sunni versus Shia aspect of Islam and how the Sunnis and the Shiites are always warring with one another. Well, ISIS, this group ISIS, are Sunni. They are consisted of Sunnis. And there's actually, between the Sunnis and the Shiites, there's, there's the Sunnis are the largest sect. And it just so happens that the Sunnis are the ones that the Vatican, the mother of Hormats and abominations of Europe, the city that sits on seven hills, because she just as much reigns over the Islamic kings as she does any other king who's non-Islamic. But it just so happens that the Sunnis are the sect that the woman who sits on seven hills, Rome, is actually working through more so to, comp- to accomplish uh, her agenda in the earth. But getting back to the whole thing with China here, Word of God here, Revelation 17 again, the city that sits on seven hills, she rules over the kings of the earth. I'm reading here on a website, I'm pretty sure uh, that this website is not user-friendly to someone such as yourself, such as yourself, Kenny. You know, I could be wrong. I doubt it is. But nevertheless, it'd be a good site to get on if Ruth herself would just want to go ahead and want to maybe read some things off of it. But I'll go ahead here, and I'm going to click now. This is Red China's overpopulation of males in preparation for America's Chinese invasion. Once again, the Jesuit order. Now, the Jesuits, you said, Kenny, you were not very familiar with them. Well, after the Reformation, there was this guy that the devil raised up called Ignatius Loyola. You may be familiar with how there are these Loyola universities throughout the country. Well, Loyola is in reference to this Ignatius Loyola, and he was the founder of the Jesuit order, and they were basically made up this the movement known as the Counter-Reformation. They were to counter what was happening by way of the Reformation. Anyways, ever since the time of the Reformation, the Jesuit were they've been about trying to establish the one world dominion of the papacy. You could call the Jesuits, or the Society of Jesus, as they call themselves, the Pope's uh, hitmen, or the Pope's secret army. Okay, now, now, now you reminded me. Okay, I got you now. Okay, I'm following you. Go on, though. So once again, the Jesuit order, again, this is from VaticanAssassins.org. We're talking about the issue of uh, China and where how we're going to pay China back for the debt that they have borrowed from us. Once again, the Jesuit order in full control of Red China since 1949, thanks to the U.S. State Department, ruled by CFR, uh, agents loyal to JFK assassin Cardinal Francis Spellman. Now, CFR, Council of Foreign Relations, Council of Foreign Relations agents loyal to JFK assassin Francis Cardinal Spellman, imposed a policy during the 1960s and 1970s of aborting or killing baby girls. And again, this is in China. 60s and 70s, this has been going on. This was done deliberately so as to create approximately 30 million Chinamen with no women. 
In musing on this reality, the only practical use of these men is most military. The attached audio throws much light on this harbinger of disaster for white apostate Protestant and Baptist America. The narrators are probably even Christian men and are most articulate dealing with this and other topics. So, and you can imagine 30 million men without women, uh, they're probably engaging in some unnatural form of sexuality as well, safe to say, and therefore without natural affection, it makes them all the more brute beast, all the more brutal. This is from Brother Mark to EJP on Jericho foretelling of America's coming Chinese invasion again. This is all from VaticanAssassins.org. Though you would have to read it for uh, Kenny, most likely Ruth, it would be a good website to get on sometime to get an idea of what kind of judgment God has coming this country's way because of its rebellion. And I like this other guy, this other gentleman on this website stated, and I hate to say he's right, but this nation is practically toast. Uh, hi, Eric. Recently, I remember the TV series Jericho. Now, one of the things that has been pointed out to me, and it's true, and this is how you know Rome, the devil's even using Rome in Hollywood, a lot of times what they'll do is they will, like, give you a preview, however subtly, of what they plan to do in the movies, through a movie, um, in Hollywood. Hence, recently, this guy writes to Eric, recently I remember the TV series Jericho contained some events alluding to a Chinese invasion as well as nuclear attacks. In the 10th episode named Red Flag of Season 1, Food is air, dropped by planes with the message, do not fight, China is your friend. In another episode, an EMP attack, the television comes back on in Chinese, not American. This show contains a lot of predictive programming or hints. With myself knowing what I know, I was addicted to this show because I felt it felt so real as to what is to come in the future. The show was going great guns until CBS mysteriously canned it. In my opinion, I think it was getting the public to actually consider this situation as actual, actually possible. You need to check it out. So there you have a picture of what I'm talking about when I talk about how it's been said, and it's true that, that uh, these satanic men working for their father, the devil, and yet used of God as his hand of judgment, as his rod of chastening, actually give a preview of what they plan on doing, what they're conspiring through the movies in Hollywood or Hollywood, as some like to call it, rightfully so. Yeah. Now, from that, from, uh, to give you an idea about Iraq and the whole situation with Iraq and all this, this nuclear, to- uh, nuclear weaponry talk, you know, and Israel has yet to go after them, and uh, Obama last time uh, I heard, Obama wanted to negotiate with them. Go figure. And here's the thing you gotta, here's the thing you got to remember about Obama and this... Um, not that this is any surprise to you, but this gentleman has long confirmed this. Obama, he himself is a Muslim, and he himself sides with the Sunnis. So I have to see why, when the whole thing came up with Syria, whether or not you knew this, the, the United States actually came close to attacking Syria in the last couple of years during this Syrian civil war with this Assad guy in control. But they ended up not, we ended up not attacking. And in any way, shape, or form, coming to Assad's aid, and the reason why is because the ones that were fighting against Assad are the Sunnis, many of whom have since taken and claimed portions of Syria and are now going into Iraq. And Obama 
supporting the Sunnis himself, a Muslim, is actually obviously not going to want to in any way, shape, or form confront his uh, fellow Muslims. So therefore, you can expect Obama not to uh, do anything in that regard. But nevertheless, 21st century Jesuit wars, Pope's American Empire, and NATO to war on Shia Iran. Uh, again, this is from back in Assassins.org. The author writes, uh, types, as we head into summer next month, uh, this was this was back in 2012. As we head into summer next month, your editor thought it expedient to further clarify his position on key events yet to unfold. Remembering the high-level Satan-worshipping Jesuits are the masters of contingency, as are all epic military generals. It is important to have uh, important a terse or short, I guess, review be given a potential scenario is most likely to occur. We must think dialectically, comprehending several trains of thought simultaneously that we may arrive at the right conclusion of the present Marshall-Uglian dialect, as he calls it, controlled by the Jesuit Superior General from his war room, Borgo Santo Spirioto, <laughs> in Rome. Now keep in mind where um, Iran comes into Bible prophecy with Ezekiel 38-39, uh, or Persia as it's called there, in the beginning, we must identify the specific parties to the coming global conflict, and not that you need to be reminded, but of course, Gog and Magog is there in that scenario, too, in Ezekiel. We know Russia is there, and uh, Russia, in case you did not know, has been really, really, uh, well, acting tense one minute and then acting passive the next on the uh, Ukrainian border. But again, this author goes on concerning this matter of Iran and the Shia, the war on the Shiites, there. In beginning, we must identify the specific parties to the coming global conflict. In the socialist fascist axis arena are the world's two foremost Jesuit-created empires. First is the Pope's Holy Roman 14th Amendment, cartel corporate, socialist fascist, socialist communist, de facto American empire, the de jure government of the 14th Amendment, American National Republic, founded in 1868, having been cleverly replaced with a de facto emergency war powers government by an executive order of that wicked Masonic president, Commander-in-Chief Franklin D. Roosevelt, on March 6, 1933. The Jesuits ruling their diabolical American empire have subjugated the empire's multiracial, multinational, multireligious populations into fighting papal crusades as well as paying for those crusades via commercial slavery income excise taxation, whilst the facto emergency war powers government wages ceaseless war from the Spanish-American War of 1898 to the present in restoring the Pope's political temporal power around the world. The second axis power is fascist NATO, North Atlantic Treaty Organization, founded after the Pope's second 30 years war, 1914 to 1945, and, and I'm pretty sure that this particular author would say based on their pattern, because keep in mind, 1914, this is 2014, one of the things about the Jesuit order is they like to operate on 100-year uh, time spans, basically. So 1914 was when this first, or the second 30-year war began. 1914 was World War One, And now here in 2014, you see World War Three shaping up, and some would say it may have already started, but if it hasn't already started, it will start any day. Again, starting over there, the second axis 
power as fascist NATO, North Atlantic Treaty Organization, founded after the Pope's Second Thirty-Year War, 1914-1945, during which the world's foremost white Protestant European nations, Germany and Great Britain, as well as white Orthodox Russia, first acknowledged the flower of their white Protestant manhood and power of their white Protestant geopolitical empires, World War One. Jesuit temporal coadjutors on both sides then implemented the Black Pope's coup de grace, namely the calculated mass rape and murder of Germany's white Protestant civilians, no matter how many Roman Catholics perished. Again, they didn't care. Culminating in the death of heretic white Protestant Prussia, World War II. Hence the Pope's de facto American empire, to include Canada and Mexico and the North American Union, and NATO are the Axis powers presently united and yet to be unleashed against infidel Shia. So, based on this, we can expect the United States of America, how be it in the form of perhaps before or after it's formed, the North American Union, axis of powers, he calls it here, to ultimately end up waging war on Iran, even though they've been trying to quote-unquote negotiate. He goes on, and the socialist communist communist allied corners are the world's two emerging Jesuit-created empires to rule Eastern Europe and Asia. First is the Soviet Union, now deceptively termed the Russian Federation. So here comes the bears, I believe they would call them, Vladimir Putin. Again, in the socialist communist allied corner are the world's two emerging Jesuit-created empires to rule the Eastern Europe and Asia. First is the Soviet Union, now deceptively termed the Russian Federation, <clears throat> after the official ending of the Pope's Cold War hoax in 1991, premised upon the Pope's airborne nuclear war hoax, 1945 to present. As per your editor's writing in his Vatican Assassins 3, it was Rome via um, RIA, whatever that means, London and CFR Washington, that orchestrated the Bolshevik Revolution, subsequently built the Soviet Union's military-industrial complex. From Lenin being tutored by British Fabian socialist Sidney Webb, from Masonic Jewish industrialist Armin Hammer, oh, there's a familiar name for you, you probably remember Armin Hammer, overseeing the importation of forts and tractors in the 1920s from white Gentile Freemason Henry Ford. Go Ford, your favorite Ford, favorite vehicle to drive a Ford. So yeah. an American manpower from Detroit to run the Gorky Auto Plant in the 1930s from white Gentile skull and bonesman Avril Harriman giving Freemason Uncle Joe Stalin $11.3 billion out of the Lend-Lease giveaway in 1941. Jesuit-trained Knight of Malta, William J. Casey, heading the U.S. Export-Import Bank, financing the building of the Kamal River Truck Factory in the 1970s. The entire Russian military establishment and infrastructure has been financed and engineered by the Black Pope's CFR-controlled de facto American Emergency War Powers government, working in conjunction with the Black Pope's British Crown and uh, RWA Chatham Household British Government. Now, before I go on in this particular article, I'm just going to stop here for a moment, and I'm going to say, based on that, is it any wonder why it is written, Revelation 18, 10, 11, standing afar off, fear of torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come, and the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise anymore. The second allied power is communist red China. Here it is, the author says, the second Allied powers, Communist Red China, created after the Pope's second 30 years' war in 1949. CFR directed papal slaves, Masonic George C. Marshall and Dean Eckeson, facilitated the successful Communist Revolution in 1949. Masonic 
Okay, now, Kenny, <laughs> in light of what you're, I'm just going to pause for a moment, in light of what your, uh, your former uh, guide dog was named, uh, you're going to have to excuse him on this one, but I'm just going to say it anyways. Revolution of 1949, Masonic Dirty Harry Truman having issued the second emergency war powers edict in 1950, still in effect FDR's edict of 1933, and launched the Korean War, America's first war without a congressional declaration of war as mandated by the Presbyterian Calvinist U.S. Constitution. Masonic Truman subsequently relieved Masonic General MacArthur of his command for attempting to win the Korean War while the armies of General Chang Kai-shek were betrayed and neutralized by Washington's uh, Council Formulation-Directed State Department, controlled by Francis Cardinal Spellman. Hence, the, the anti-communist Chinese nationalists were prevented from dealing a death blow to Masonic Mao Zedong and his communists. Therefore, the communist allied powers that are to fight and subsequently defeat the fascist Axis powers are now in place and are seriously preparing for war. The chain of events leading to war and defeat for North America, God's judgment, may be as follows. First, a terrorist event, a la like that of 9-11, must come to pass that will accomplish two things, martial law in the U.S. and war with infidel in Iran, hated by the Jesuit papacy and her Sunni Muslim nations. That event may be the killing of Mason Mary Davis Obama by an Iranian, or the destruction of the capital in Washington by an Iranian bomber, or the demolition of the Sears Tower, conveniently owned by New York City's World Trade Center owner at the time of 9-11, Masonic Jew Larry Silverstein, or the sinking of the USS Enterprise in the Persian Gulf by an Iranian aerial attack, or even the killing of Pope Benedict, well, now it would be Pope Francis, though, be the first Jesuit, I don't know if they'd want to do that, Killing the Pope by an Iranian Shia Muslim, then to unite not only the U.S. but NATO, including anti-Shia Sunni Muslim in Tur- Turkey, in a war of annihilation of Shia Islam, or Shia Islam, excuse me, sought by Rome for the last 1,300 years. And uh, the U.S. enterprise was already sent out to the Atlantic, uh, sent out to the Persian Gulf in 2012. Secondly, after the successful North American Union NATO crusade against Shia Iran. Sunni Turkey, leading the Sunni Muslim world, will break away from NATO and side with Russia. NATO will dissolve, morphing into European Union forces, then to break away from its coalition with the North American Union. For the U.S. alone will be blamed for the destruction of Mecca, Medina, and the Jerusalem Mosque. I'm going to pause for a moment. I'm not going to turn to this particular article right now. But if you were to go on there and you yourself, Ruth, were, of course, to uh, read Kenny, if he's not able to use his... um, his assistance on there. Um, the Sunnis, I was reading, he had one article up here talking about how the Sunnis that are actually um, right now pushing down through Iraq and acclaimed parts of Syria as well, they actually equate Mecca and Medina with idolatry, which we know it is. But but for them as Muslims, you know, it's kind of, it seems kind of ironic for them as Muslims to think that. But no, they admit, they despise the way most Muslims go into Medina and the way they kiss up to that black stone. So these Sunnis, this ISIS group, they actually would like to destroy Mecca, and they would actually like to destroy Medina, interestingly enough. And yet what's ironic, and it just goes to show you as Muslims, who their God ultimately is, 
they would be destroying uh, the fabric of their own religion. But then again, they're serving the God of this world, so you'll not be surprised they're blinded by him. Secondly, after the successful North American Union NATO crusade against Shia Iran, uh, Sunni Turkey leading the Sunni Muslim world will break away from NATO and side with Russia. And we went down there, and NATO will dissolve, morphing into European Union forces, then to break away from its coalition with the North American Union. For the U.S. alone, will be blamed for the destruction of Mecca, Medina, and the Jerusalem Mosque. So that's why the Lord had to get into that, because it mentions right there Mecca and Medina. And notice the Jerusalem Mosque. So, evidently, this ISIS group, consisting of these Sunni Muslims, they actually equate the Dome of the Rock with idolatry, too. So evidently, they're also for the destruction of the Dome of the Rock. And before all is said and done, however long this plays out, could be a total of 30 years going back to when the whole thing started there in 2003. Um, this ISIS group could very well be the ones that go in there and are used by God, ultimately, um, in, in conjunction with Bible prophecy to set everything up uh, to destroy the Dome of the Rock. But just something to think about. The author goes on, because of this outrage, the Pope's beloved Roman Catholic European Union, revived Roman Empire, Revelation 13, 1 through 2, will then side with the communist allied powers, just as anti-Jew, crypto-fascist Jesuit Stalin sided with communist Jesuit FDR Franklin D. Roosevelt and communist Jesuit Churchill after anti-Jew, fascist Nazi Jesuit Hitler invaded Russia in 1941. And depending on what kind of a... I don't understand you ever had the Jesuit order. I mean, you probably knew this much. Um, Hitler himself was Roman Catholic and was really big with the Jesuits and was close friends with Pope Pius there. Thirdly, China will side with Russia and Sunni Islam for the subsequent Sino-Soviet Muslim European Union invasion of North America. The betrayal of U.S. forces by the order's joint chiefs of staff were in the Pope's Pentagon. And notice it's called Pentagon. I officially seen because he has it on his website. I'm telling you, you should really get on, Kenny. Even though you're not technically going to be able to see this, it would be still for Ruth to see this would be something. But, the, but, but there's a reason why they call it the Pentagon. Can you guess why? Well, not really. Go on. Go on. It's in the shape of the Pentagon. Yeah, yeah, the, the Pentagon is down there in D.C. If you have, if you see an aerial view of it, which is what this shot was, it is in the shape of the Pentagon. So, thirdly, China will side with Russia and Sunni Islam for the subsequent Sino-Soviet Muslim European Union invasion of North America with the betrayal of U.S. forces by the Order's Joint Chiefs of Staff running the Pope's Pentagon. American borders and coastlines will be wide open for massive invasion. Uh, he doesn't get into it in this particular article, but there's also the Panama Canal, which um, Clinton, right before he left the White House, helped give over to China. So that's something that they're going to use. Then the end will come for the North American Union to be partitioned by the Pope's victors. Your editor believes the northeast from Pennsylvania to Maine will be occupied by the Pope's European Union, taking the invaluable ports of Halifax, Boston, New York, and Philadelphia after the Pope's white fascist American Department of Homeland Security, he calls it, has purged and liquidated all blacks from the region. So that's just a preview right there, but uh, I trust that makes you uh, hate the mother of Harvats and the abominations of the earth a little bit more just uh, hearing some of that. And there's one other thing I'm going to read to you here. He had, I was just looking at it earlier about a coming Jewish Holocaust here in America that uh, 
he even talked about this one rabbi who publicly warned of such a Holocaust back in 1990, and he was uh, shot down by a, a Muslim not long after he did it, who uh, believed to be a, uh, an operative for the CIA, or Catholics in Action, as he calls them. Okay. Jewish Holocaust coming to America. If there are presently over six million Jews in North America, the U.S. and Canada, satanically motivated Society of Jesus successfully drives all North American whites into the black folks' new right Jesuit fascism led by an American military dictator. There will be another Jewish Holocaust in time in apostate white Protestant North America. The Holy Roman 14th Amendment Socialist Communist Corporate Fascist American Empire, 1868 to present with its next Canadian satellite, will be the killing floor for the quote-unquote perfidious Jews always targeted by the Vatican for annihilation. Yes, there will be an orgy of bloodletting involving the Knights of Columbus, high-level Scottish Rite Freemasons, black and white, the Knights of Malta, the Knights of the Holy Sepulchre of Jerusalem, Knights of St. Gregory the Great, the Knights of the Constantinian Order, and the American Roman Hierarchy, all of which are subject to the Jesuit papacy ruled by one man, the White Pope, now Francis, overseen by the Black Pope. The Black Pope is ultimately the Jesuit general, and Loyola himself was technically the first Black Pope. Tools of these papal knights will be the NORAD Northcom FEMA, the Department of Roman Security, Blackwater, Black, backed by the Nat Council for National Policy and the Thomas More Law Center, Center, now aiding and abetting the Jesuit controlled Tea Party movement. I'm going to stop there for a moment. I'm sure you may have heard possibly something about the Tea Party movement in the air. Well, actually, we have good reason to believe that the Tea Party movement is, again, itself just another creation by the Jesuits and their coadjutors to try and fuel this agenda that this author himself is talking about. We have a reason to believe as being true in light of what we know from Revelation concerning this uh, mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. But anyways, the Jesuit-controlled Tea Party movement and the purpose serves the birth pangs of American white Nazi fascism. The more on the secret rights Masonic Knight of Malta back Council for National Policy. So see this video here by this gentleman. So, Basically, what is going on here, and I'll let that be that for the night. Basically, what's going on here right now with Obama and all these executive orders that are going on is he's presenting himself as being, like, real loose, real lawless, and whatever comes out of that, the the, the devil, uh, loving extremes, will have his uh, Jesuit children behind the scenes come along and insist that men should adopt the other extreme, which is, again, the real stingy. Uh, the real strict, excuse me, dictator-style politics. I know it doesn't sound pretty, but that's what a nation gets when it turns its back, spits in God's face. Okay. Well, anyway, Tim, guess what? My favorite vehicle was never a fix-repair daily. It was what? My favorite vehicle to, brand of vehicle was never a fix-or-repair daily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never liked them because they were always found on... that one. 
they were always found on the roadside dead. I'd rather have a Chevy. Okay? So, never had to worry about that. All I know is you had good reason to not be a fan of Ford. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> never never did like that stupid brand. They, they never did very make very good uh, vehicles. And, and I'm sorry to say a lot of the Ford product, uh, they, they started getting more of their uh, parts the, as Jap parts, and that, that's when they started going to be garbage. That's why I never liked them. Chevy tended to be a lot more American-made. That's why I like their vehicles. And that's why I wanted when, to stick with it. You know, when you think about that, though, I mean, and the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buys their merchandise anymore. Well, there you go. I mean, I mean, yeah. And as as to my retired buddy, uh, let me explain something. He was nothing like the 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 actual president. Okay. <laughs> he was a lot better worker. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I didn't want you to take the name factor person. I thought. <laughs> I know. Unfortunately, he was named after him, but he was a lot better worker. Thank you very much. And I didn't have to impeach him. He got retired. <laughs> well, at least, when he, at least when he barked, you knew what he was saying, and you knew you could believe him, right? <laughs> Actually, he never barked. He was very quiet. He never barked? The only time he barked was to go out to park. That was the only time, and that was only in an extreme emergency. Now, Maggie, on the other hand, yeah, she did, and it's for the same reason, only when she had to really go out for park. Oh, yeah. And then if, if I didn't get her breakfast in time and she was in a hurry for breakfast, she'd start whining and throwing her toys around like, I want breakfast and I want it now. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they were both entertaining. So. So, anyways. I suppose you're at the end of your message there, Tim. Well, I'll share one more thing with you, though, too, real quick. I was looking at a picture on this website, and the Denver International Airport. Now, I had flown out of there last year, and I was told there was a lot of Freemasonic symbol that, symbolism there, and I'm sure there is. I didn't really catch any of it, but he has a picture of an aerial view of the Denver International Airport, and I saw it with my own eyes. It's practically in the form of a swastika. I kid you not. So that just goes to show you the the evil powers that be and uh, the men that they that those evil powers, uh, evil men that those evil powers rule through. Uh, yeah. So, just meant to uh, give you a perspective of the times that we're living in and what this um, country has coming to it and how it might come. And be all the more looking up for your redemption draw off nigh as well. The word of God declares, Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The word of God declares that by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified in God's sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. 
The Word of God declares, the first of the Ten Commandments. Who, what is your God this day, sinner? The Word of God declares, first and greatest commandment, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. You have failed. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second commandment is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Have you always done unto others as you would do or have done unto you? No. You've not always done unto others as you would have them do unto you. Nor have you always loved the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. You must be born again. For it is written, But God commendeth his love toward us. Well, thank God for the good news, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. For the wages of sin is death. Revelation 21, 8 says, But the fearful, and the unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Ah, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Receive his gift by faith today, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But God commended his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. God manifest in the flesh, he rose from the dead. He's coming again, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Call upon the Lord today. This is Evangelist Timothy Groover. Till next time, God bless you and yours.